It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley. Well, hello, good evening, and welcome to Idle Talk. I am Ashley. And I'm Tom. And we are here on 8.30 a.m. WEU. We are from King's Auto Repair, and we are live on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are taking your calls, as always, 610-374-8800. 888-401-0459. And if you want to watch us on Facebook, you can see our beautiful faces for radio. Go ahead and navigate out to Facebook, search for King's Auto Repair. You will get notifications, like it, like and follow, and you'll get notifications when we go live. And you can see our faces for radio. And if you didn't want to call in, you can always just type in a question or a comment, and we can try to... uh you know, answer any questions or comment on your comment. And uh, we're talking about cars and Tommy is still messing with technology here, making sure that uh, our listeners and watchers on Facebook are um, able to hear us accurately because sometimes little little thingies have to be adjusted. Are we good? I believe so. Okay. We've got to find out. Okie So we're talking about cars. So we can talk about anything you like, just as long as it has to do with those uh, things that we use to go all over the place. And um, I don't know what Tommy wanted to start with, but I had mentioned when we talked to the, the guys in uh, yesterday about power steering and how much we kind of take it for granted and how important it is for us for our uh, driving and our driving styles and that kind of stuff. And I think the one thing that I always think of when, when I think of non-power steering is the no, the driver the knob the driving knob the driving oh the spinner the yeah um I can't remember exactly I guess it's called a it's a not driver yeah it's yeah. a yeah, yeah it, the Call it a, a spinner. Yeah. That's, okay. It's so you can turn easily. Yeah, but um, you, they're technically kind of Ill, they're well, technically illegal unless you have a handicap, mm-hmm. um, a handicap placard or plate because they make you turn the car really quickly with power steering. So it's it's an added added power steering aspect to a power steering system. Well, they're actually made to like. Where you see them used a lot is like uh, farm equipment on like tractors and stuff. So you could turn them or like on lawnmowers. Okay. You know, so you could put them on the wheel so you could use one hand to kind of turn everything. Okay. To turn the wheel. And that would allow you to, it really didn't help with the power steering, but it helped you turn it faster because it was like somebody gave you a handle to put on the steering wheel. Yeah. And you could use one hand and it'd be like mixing a ball. Yeah. More like. So it would be easier to, to, to move uh elon elon typed it through i believe that is a brody knob is that really that's the technical term that for the technical it technical term i was I not so. aware yeah all right all right I we got the technical term on that i didn't know i chalked one up for elon that's right we'll get we'll get to we'll Thank get you, to buddy. His... i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> but weren't but weren't those used in like 
the 50s and 60s with like the cars with the no big... no you wouldn't be able to because the I mean, maybe they put them on, but you'd still have to be a very strong person because okay. they had the big steering wheels back then because you had to grip it with both hands to turn it okay. in the trucks. If you went and put one of those knobs on, trying to turn it one-handed is not going to be easy. Hmm. Okay. You'd have to be like Popeye. You'd have to like <laughs> eat some spinach <laughs> and big, yeah, get your spin. Yep, exactly. And then you could turn it. It'd so, be easy. But the power steering system is something that we just, we completely forget about it because it's always there mm-hmm. and it works all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm, most of the time for us. Until something breaks. Until something goes and doesn't break and it breaks. But what I wanted to talk a little bit more um, with you about the power steering and the rack, what we always call the rack, but it's the rack and pinion, correct? Mm-hmm. And if you could describe that a little bit and um, what happens if there's a, for a, like a hydraulic system, what happens if there's a failure in the hydraulic fluid or if there's a leak or something along those lines? Okay. So what a, how a power steering rack, how a, we call them a power steering rack in the industry or a rack. Um, but I guess the rack and pinion would be the correct terminology. Right. Because what it is, is it's a big, long rod in there that uh that has like teeth cut into it and the long rod actually has the inner and outer tie rod ends attached to it and that slides inside of a case and it has some seals on either side um so if it's hydraulically driven it'll have seals in it to keep the fluid from coming out Mm -hmm. but the pinion part comes from there where the actual steering shaft comes down into that steering rack. Mm. So it has like a little worm gear on there. Okay. And if you remember back to physics class, when you had a worm gear turning something, it turned a lot slower, right? It was like a little cog and a big cog. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it has like a little worm gear on there, and that's the actual pinion part of it. And that actually, that little worm gear ends up... uh, Ends up uh, going and uh, allow giving you that extra leverage to turn it. Okay, so that's essentially the the power portion yeah. of the. Well, the power portion is actually the hydraulic side of it. Okay, so the actual rack and pinion are those two are those essentially three pieces: the long rod that's inside of like a case, and then the case and that piece that the steering sh- the steering wheels actually attached to. Okay. And the 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 problem that I that I'm always not the problem, but the thing that I'm always surprised about is how much those how much the rack costs. Because I guess it's and I'm and I kind of don't really know why um asking for looking for your input on that because Tommy's still messing with technology for the Facebook. It's okay. I can, I can stall. <laughs> um, but the, the rack is kind of expensive and I wonder if it's because it's, um, a larger, more complicated piece of equipment or if it's just its size or. Well, it has a lot to do that. It's actually a whole lot of aluminum and oh, then it has okay. a lot of, um, it, it's actually the outer casings made of aluminum. And the inner casing, there's a lot of seals inside of it. Okay. And I didn't really go into the crazy terms on how this works. So there's another piece on that pinion, and there's it's called the valve. 
Okay. And it's just like any other, uh, kind of like any other valve. And But this valve, depending on how you move the steering wheel, senses tension. And it moves ever so slightly one way or another and allows hydraulic fluid to flow okay. from from there. Okay. So, and it allows the hydraulic fluid to, and imagine this, uh, the steering rack, the long shaft that goes through the middle. Let's say it's divided in half. Okay. Like you have a seal at the center. So you have fluid on one side and fluid on the other, but there's a divider in the middle. Okay. So what ends up happening is as you turn the steering wheel, these little valves inside there, there's two of them that are up on the steering shaft on that pinion. They offset a little bit, and they allow fluid to flow to one side or the other as you turn. I see. Okay, I get it. So as you turn and there's tension on it, you actually turn these little valves, and that allows the fluid to flow to one side to push the steering, to help you push the steering gear to one side or to the left or to the right. So that fluid flow through there's actually is what the the power part of it is. Okay. And it's funny because you look at this thing and you're just like why was that so expensive? Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't realize the technology and these however these large, little valves, these valves and... that do all the things that need to get done. That, mm-hmm. I mean, it's they're obviously incredibly important and valuable. So so the last thing I wanted to talk about regarding the power steering is the noise. And I know that everyone has heard a noisy power steering when it goes down the street and it goes like this. And then they turn and turn the other way. So everyone has heard that. What what makes that noise up and, and why does it do it and how is that detrimental to the system? So a lot of that noise that you're hearing there is actually from low fluid. And the low fluid noise that you're hearing is it's actually sucking air in. Oh, so, okay. And usually once they suck a little bit of air in, this thing called cavitation happens. Mm-hmm. And it's where they don't have enough lubrication that it actually damages the pump. So as it sucks, yeah, it actually damages the pump itself, and then it starts making noise because of that cavitation. Okay. So it it's kind of, um, and when it gets to that point where it's making those noises, there's probably a small leak somewhere. Okay. Because that power steering system is is um, kind of it's kind of a sealed system. There's okay. really no place for the oil to go yeah. except out when something goes wrong with yeah. it. So that that system is kind of sealed. So what you want to do is, what we do is we actually monitor for any types of leaks, keep that system topped off because the power steering pump is also expensive. Yeah. It's a lot of little pieces and seals and stuff and very intricate to put back together. Mm-hmm. So, well, some are, some aren't, but they, they're generally expensive to do too. Yeah. So that being said... Um, there is some stuff you can do to actually maintain them because you do get a little bit of wear from the steering rack over time and you do get a little bit of wear from that pump over time and it will actually have uh, metal floating through that oil. And that metal floating in the oil is actually what cuts the the seals and makes the rack start to leak and go bad. Are we talking fluid to bypass? Like microscopic? We're talking like microscopic okay. pieces. And if you were to take a flashlight and shine it into well-used power steering fluid, 
it will have a silver look to it okay. because of the metal floating in it. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. Exactly. What you're trying to say. Exactly. Because it, it just wears away. Those little tiny pieces of metal mm-hmm. wear away at the... Uh, at the, the rubber the seals. Rubber seals. Yeah. And they just, over time, eventually cut them. So changing that fluid every once in a while is definitely a good thing to do. What's what's the mileage, you think? Well, some cars, it depends. Um, the BG warranty that we have for cars, uh, that if you start doing it at 30,000 miles and you do it every 30,000 miles, I forget how much they guarantee yeah. that they'll pay. Um, but it generally covers power steering pumps and power steering racks and all the great. very expensive pieces. Yeah. And they say, hey, you did the maintenance on it and it broke. We'll take care of it. I love that. Yeah. That's a great thing about that company. We use a lot mm-hmm. of their... Um, lubricants and um, I guess it would be more additives that we use for BG to kind of help the interior internal guts of the car, you know, mm-hmm. with the different components with the brakes and the power steering and stuff. So um, the we're going to come up on a break here. We're taking your calls, 610-374-8800-888-401-0459. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about alignments and other kind of steering situations. So uh, we'll be right back after these messages. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tom. And Tommy's still getting his earbuds in yep. because uh, we're messing yep. with technology and we are here on 830 AM. Well, it's not just messing with technology. Uh, Jared, who's called in before, yeah. he messaged us through Facebook yeah. and he said uh, he brought his car in and when we got looking at it and we did our inspection on it, I actually saw some rust yeah. in the back quarter. And I had... Yeah, we mentioned that to him because it's a fairly new car. Right. And the rust seemed to be, it was really strange that it had rust. Mm -hmm. And here it was hit there and it wasn't repaired correctly um, when they fixed it. So he said he got it fixed and the dealer that he got it from actually gave him some money back towards it. So, so it's getting it fixed, which is really awesome. Yes. That's kind of the things that you hope for. That's like the little windfalls. You're like, yay, that was good. I didn't. Tommy's going to move his mic. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) thank you. Had it off because, well, messing with stuff. So, anyway, so so I thought that was really cool because, hey, you know what? You got some money back. Plus, you know, we caught this rust before it turned the car into a a car, a newer car with a giant rust hole in the side of it. Yeah. Yeah, so, and th- we thought that was kind of weird that there was rust there. I mean, we kind of remarked about that. as like, this is a kind of a young car for rust, like, there. So, um, because usually where that rust is, you would see that on, like, you know, maybe a 10 or 15-year-old car. And I think his car was only maybe I five, can't remember. Five yeah, it's it not that old. Like a it's, yeah, it's a pretty new Honda. Yeah, so... Um, digging deep there. But, um, but yeah, it's nice to get that repaired and, and you know... It be kind of ahead. Yeah. Catch, so catch it before it gets really bad. Yeah. So that actually kind of dovetails into two of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, we had a car come in, I guess it was last week, uh, the Buick with the, the, uh, alignment. Mm. They came mm-hmm. out of the, mm-hmm. looked like mm-hmm. it got pulled yep. out of the 
the, it the got grass. pulled out under the out under the tree and out of the tall grass and yeah. maybe a, a creek too. <laughs> so someone had brought in a car and they were looking for an, to get an alignment. Yep. And um, we we were and, like, all right, we'll kinda, take yeah. a look. Yeah, and that kind of throws up red flags when somebody calls up and says, I want an alignment. Yeah. Because it's not usually a service somebody asks for unless the steering wheel's, like, really crooked. Right, specifically asked for. So, and he's like, no, we did some fixing on it. Um, They had put some tie rods on it. So I said, you know, we'll take a look at it. And we usually try to get a look at them before we align it because sometimes when you go and put them in uh, to do an alignment, we we bring them in first and make sure we can adjust everything. Yeah. So when we brought it in and we looked at it, we ran it through like our pre-alignment check and it was all out of whack on our pre-alignment check. Okay. So when we got to looking at it closer, after we did the pre-alignment check, we take it over, we shake it down, take a look at it, make sure nothing else is loose on it. Mm-hmm. And in doing the inspection, we went to make sure that when we... Um, would align it and try to move the stuff that it was actually free to move. Right. So tried to loosen it up and nothing wanted to loosen up. Uh, yeah, because it was sitting. It was sitting for such a long time and yeah. everything was rusted. Well, there's also also kind of a little bit of a, a heads up when you look at the vehicle itself because it was a white vehicle and it was just generally... Mm, it was it was dirty, but dirty to the point where it was like a, a matte finish, you know, yeah. like it was like it had been sitting for a long, long time. And there was like oh, under a tree and under. Yeah. So under a tree. So you get lots of dirt falling down on it from the tree. Yeah. So you kind of look at it and you go, mm, maybe this isn't going to be the great idea that, you know, we would like to. I mean, of course, we always want to help the individual. But when it really comes down to it, it's like, um, it's like you don't want to start to do an alignment when you can't finish it. Exactly. So you can get you can one... make it a lot worse than yeah. when you start it because you got one side adjusted, right? And now you can't get the other side to break free, yeah, to adjust it. And um, you know, sometimes you got to get a torch out to warm things up to get it to come loose. And that's but not then necessarily. You po- but then you run the possibility of breaking something right. too. Yeah. So if you get to the point where I got one side adjusted and it's in and the steering wheel's straight, but the other side's not, when you go out to drive it, that means the steering wheel's going to be crooked. Mm-hmm. It's gonna so, be, or if it's aligned kind of wonky, it's going to be fighting you the whole time. Exactly. Which, it'll cause it to pull or go, it'll pull like one direction, like it'll go left or right. Yeah. And, that type of thing. and then you're just like, why is that my, my car wants to, I can't figure out what's going on, you know, cause you're just, the car wants to go off the side of the road or if it's a heavy crown on, you know, it'll try to go to the left with, you know, without when you're like not taking your hands off the wheel and you're like, well, I'm arguing with the steering wheel for like what's going on. So it really can make it worse. And, but the, the bigger problem is um, having it sit for so long and you, you think, well, and you know, you see all these crazy TV shows that someone's like, 
Oh, I just found, I found a barn find, but it's uh-huh. not a barn find. It's under the eaves of a barn find. You know, it's not in the barn or in the, in the semi climate controlled. It wasn't stored properly? It wasn't stored properly. It's not in the semi climate controlled, you know, not being exposed to all the elements. And, you know, these guys, you see these guys like, oh, on today's half hour episode of, XYZ car repair. Car, yeah. Shady tree mechanic. Let's work over the, in the barn. Um, we're going to f- pull out this GTO and get it to run again. You're just like, mm, in a half hour. Really? You think so? So, you know, everything's rusted and you can't just spray some ether in it and get it, get the carburetor to like put gas in the carburetor and pow, rose. Sometimes you get lucky, but most of the times you're not. Yeah, but you can get it to start, but if you get it to go down the road, can you get it to stop? No, usually not <laughs> after sitting that long. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we've seen that on, on people's cars that, uh, you know, they have like a an old car that they drive on the weekends or something like that, an old, old fun car. And I'm, I have one that comes to mind, mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't drive it a whole lot. And sometimes he won't even drive it for a year. Mm-hmm. And he gets it out, and the first thing we do on it is check the brakes. Because for yeah. whatever reason, when it sits, it collects water in the brake fluid. And when that happens, um, the brakes actually start to rust from the inside out mm-hmm. and cause all kinds of problems there, too. Yeah. And so, you find out when you go for those brakes that they just don't work. And, you know, okay, so that is a terrifying prospect. And I started to move my mic. Um, that's a terrifying prospect. And because, and, and I'll say that because Dan had asked me to back out a car that he had done brakes on and, you know, just back it out and keep driving around, make mm-hmm. sure the brakes are going to seat correctly. Well, he didn't, I don't know if he didn't pump the brake or whatever. So I get in the car and I go to back it out and I put it in reverse and I hit the brakes and they don't stop when you think it's like Mm -hmm. your foot hits the brake and you're like, okay, I know the floor. No, no, it didn't. It, it like the, the pedal travel just like, I mean, it was probably a half inch travel more than it was supposed to. And your brain goes, that was wrong, you know? And, Uh and I'm like, Dan, what's going on? So he goes, he was like, let go of the brake and, hit it again and i'm like i did and it was fine it just had something had to see or yeah. whatever the pads were too far away from the rotor yet to so, make contact yeah and yeah. you know it's funny because our brains know that something isn't right when it's immediately not right but you know if if the if even if the car starts a that's a good thing with a, the alignment you're like you get in your car and you're just like I didn't have to fight this car when I first got this. What's going on? Is there something off with the alignment or, you know, you can, you can generally tell when something starts to go bad in the car in terms of wear and use and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So like when your car goes down the road and the steering wheel has lots of wobble in it and you're like, this is kind (laughs) of, I don't think this is really supposed to be like this. And, you know, things just start to wear out. So, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know either. Okay. <laughs> but I was going to, I was going to bring up some information about Derail. alignments though. Yeah. Because, please. uh, we do get calls about alignments and we, we do them at the shop. And what usually when we get a call about an alignment, it's someone thinks or they call up, they say, Hey, I need an alignment. And our first question is, why do you think you need an alignment? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is the steering wheel off? Does it pull one direction or the other? What is the what is the reason for it? 
and I'm going to say probably eight out of ten times, it's for a shake on the highway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the alignment is bad enough for a long enough time, it will cause a shake. But usually shakes at highway speed are caused by uh, tire balance problems. Or isn't it like a cord starts to separate? No, usually if you have a cord separation in a tire, that'll happen at lower speeds. You'll feel it at lower speeds. Okay. And sometimes um, if that happens, it kind of feels like you're driving on ice. Because you ha- you'll you feel the bump, but it also feels like the car won't handle right because of that bump. Okay, because the... It's kind of weird. It's a weird it's feeling. A, yeah, it sounds like a strange sensation. Yeah, it's a very strange sensation and very hard to describe. But if you've ever had one start to separate on you, you'll know that sensation and you'll be like, that was definitely weird. <laughs> so, Don't they make a noise, too, when they're separating sometimes? Mm, like mm. when on like, like a slow turn? No. Not that I know of. Okay. Not unless the metal from the inside of the tire is actually coming out. <laughs> then you're in deep but, trouble. <laughs> but that's, so it takes a long time of a car being out of alignment to wear a tire funny to cause a vibration at highway speeds. Okay. So a lot of times um, when you when you need an alignment is if you see odd tire wear. Okay. Or the steering wheel is physically not straight. Like a like, like when you hold it and you're going down the road and you're holding it straight ahead and the car's going off in a different direction. Or you know, isn't it if you let the, let the steering wheel go and you're on a straight flat road at a low speed, the steering wheel or the car will drift. Depends, depends because a proper alignment, the car will actually follow the crown of the road. Well, that's why I said if it was a flat road. Yeah, if it's a flat road and it pulls one way or the other. Yes, then it might need alignment, but it could also have a brake issue where the oh, brake on one side up. is dragging and mm-hmm. causing it to pull. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But generally with an alignment, you're looking at tire wear. Okay. So. You want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Break sounds good. <laughs> you pause there. So <laughs> break sounds good. Jump in. We'll Let's take a deep see. breath. That's right. <gasps> Thank you. Let's take a break. 610-374-8800-888-401-0459. Give us a call. We'll talk about cars and we'll see you in a little bit. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tom. And we are here at 8.30 a.m. WEU. We are Idle Talk, and we are from King's Auto Repair mm-hmm. in beautiful, scenic West Reading. And That's we right. are on Facebook, so navigate out to Facebook, look for King's Auto Repair, and like and follow us, and you can get notifications when we go live, and you can see our beautiful faces for radio. So i got to bring something up. Uh-oh. And it's a bit of a problem, and... I don't know if it's because, and this has to do with Facebook, and it has to do with our contest that we ran. I put all the stuff out there, mm-hmm. you know, and said, tag it with these tags. Uh-huh. And I only have two of them showed up with that actually used those tags. And I've had other people say I've entered, and I can't find them. So if you've entered them, please put them up on our page because... If on, you've our entered, page. on our Facebook page, if you've been in any of those contests, because I cannot find any of them. Yeah. And it is just not working. <laughs> not working. <laughs> it is not working. There are two up there, and that is it. Yeah. And 
if those are the only two I can find, those are the only two I can do. But, yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to have some fun with the bracket. But we have uh, the two I can find is a chicken, a black silky chicken with a tarantula costume. Which I love chickens. I love yep. love chickens. And I if don't... anybody has listened to the the morning show, they know that you brought your chicken in. Yes, my pretty to girl. terrorize poor Noel. And he was absolutely not terrorized. Terrorized. No, he wasn't. He was not terrorized at all. Which I think will be funnier because I have a feeling that Mike is going to have a problem with the snake. I can't, he's going to scream like a teenage uh-huh, girl at exactly, a Beatles concert. Exactly. It's going to be great. So, and Noel was like, you know what? Just give me that chicken. I'll do this. <laughs> give me the chicken. It'll be all right. She so, was great. She performed flawlessly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. In her, her little chicken diaper. Exactly. Okay. She loved it. So and Anyway. The, and the other is a puppy dressed up as a lion. Yes. So, and it's adorable. So get them to our page. Post them up on our page. Yeah. Um, either, we apologize either for Instagram. all that. Yeah, I I don't know, but I know other people have posted them, and I just haven't. They're like, hey, we posted them, and I'm like, I can't <laughs> find them. So I got to go through all all those contacts and say, hey, um, could you post them again because they're just not showing up. Yeah. So I wanted to just take a really quick moment and talk about our newest employee. Mm -hmm. He's going to be starting with us. Yep. Newest part-time guy. He's a young man, and he is... Um, want, he wants to get into the automotive field. He's working right, currently right now, part-time, and mm-hmm. he's going to be starting with us in the beginning of December, and we're so excited to have him on board because he's um, doesn't want to go to college, and I applaud that very much because, you know, I'm an advocate for the trades. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of the, one of those things, if you can turn the lights off, make the toilet flush, or start a car and fix a car or and fix all of those other items, mm-hmm. you will always have a job. So uh, any young person out there that's listening, if you want ever want to talk to anybody about a trade or, um, you know, anything, call me mm-hmm. at the shop and we can talk it out because um, a lot of people think they just have to go to college. And I've always said college is not for everyone. And a trade is really, really, really important. Trades are all the trades are important um, because we need to be able to, um, you know, weld yeah. And and, uh, and build things, build things, and fix things. And so, if there's any young person out there that wants to talk it out with me, you can always call the shop, and we can talk about it. I will never turn anybody down for that. That's right. So we're, we're really excited. This young man's name is Ethan. He's coming on board with us in mm-hmm. December. He has not even graduated high school, so he's mm-hmm. just going to be working part time with us in the mornings. And, and the other neat thing is, we're actually uh, since we are a Napa Auto Care Center. We actually have access to Napa actually went and built an apprenticeship course now. Yep. So um, if you are interested in getting into it, um, maybe we and we don't have room at our shop. Maybe we can help people get into apprenticeships around sure. the area in yeah. other auto cares, too. We always want to do our best. Even if you don't want to get into automotive, like why not? You know, if you want to talk about. You know, how to get into, you know, electrical or, you know, Mm -hmm. get an apprentice or some kind of just, I don't know. It's just important. I'm just an advocate for that kind of stuff because I often wonder if I should have even, should have even bothered with college, but whatever. It's, that's kind of water (laughs) under the bridge at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely think that, um, college is not for everybody and that's okay. Yeah. So, um, 
let's talk to let's talk to George for a couple minutes. Hi, George. Good, good evening. You know, man, maybe if you were went to college and studied astrophysics, you would have gotten credit for taking out space. But I'm You're killing me. <laughs> You're kind of far out, wasn't it? Oh, way far oh, out on them, yeah. on them good tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad it's, joke it's, it's, 101. All right. Yeah. Next. Um, next, uh, <laughs> next. The truth. Uh, See, you threw them all off, Ashley. <laughs> you threw them off. You'll never say the, uh, the German word, uh, for chicken in front of a Japanese family. It's as hoon. I found out the bad word. Oh. Japanese. Yeah, real bad word. Really? Yeah, think of a newer spreader. Oh, Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that. Neither did I until I mentioned it to them. (laughs) My, oh, my. Ta-da. I, I, uh, you know, education by by, uh, accident. I I do have um, a question about the power steering. Mm -hmm. Very interesting about the rack and pinion. I've forgotten a lot of that theory. And uh, it brought back some memories of the days when I was learning the machine trades and cutting gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gets me to thinking, you know, on the 16 Rogue, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to take care of it. Yep. I'm on 400 miles between yesterday and today, Ooh. and uh, which included rotating the tires and oil change two, mm-hmm. two days ago. Um, it's got electric, uh, electric power steering. Mm-hmm. Bought the car three and a half years ago, and I'm I'm thinking, I'm looking at the engine and you know reading over the owner's manual and and of course you know my my I'm accustomed to uh, power steering fluid, transmission mm-hmm. fluid, and all the other you know traditional fluids, but it's missing a power steering fluid and missing transmission fluid. That's when I realized it was CV, CVT, mm-hmm. and they're, but they tell me it's electric. Uh, Power steering. Yes. Why? What in the world is that all about? Why did they put it in? When did they start doing it? What's the advantage of that Ooh. over the other? So the advantage over it of uh, to switching over to the electric steering is actually for gas savings because the power steering pump provides enough um, parasitic draw in the front of the engine that if they they found out if they got rid of that they could increase fuel mileage a little bit more. And they found out that they could run it electrically, and even the draw on the alternator wouldn't provide that much extra drag and pull the fuel mileage down. So that's... With the alternator... Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. With the, with the alternator in mind, would they have to uh, beef up the alternator as they do with an air conditioner, so to speak? So a lot of them do come with a lot bigger alternators on than they did years ago. Like, your early 90s cars might have had, like, at the most, a 50-amp alternator on them. Nowadays, they're, like, 150 amps. So they're anywhere from, like, 120 to 150 is kind of the normal nowadays because the cars do have such huge electrical loads on them now because of, like, the um, electric power steering. So the electric power steering... um, the first that I know of for sure that came around was, I think, in 2005. It was yeah. the first I've seen it. And we, us in the automotive industry, were like, oh, this is this is going to be bad because it, it would look like an, a, a starter motor just on the side right. of a steering rack. 
mm-hmm. and we were like, well, we all know how starter motors out in the open kind of kind of go bad and things right. rot on them, and and surprisingly they held up very well, and right. so as they started to come in and they started to to implement them, they found out that hey, these things work really good. So a lot of manufacturers started switching over to them, and a lot of them have totally switched to pure electric now. Hmm. Now, there are some vehicles that have an electric over-hydraulic system where they have an electric pump that pumps hydraulic fluid down to a regular uh, fluid-type steering rack. Again, to to reduce the parasitic load for better fuel economy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That's exactly it. So it's, they're all chasing they're all chasing fuel economy with this. So and everybody seems to do the electric a little bit different. So uh, Jeep Chrysler Jeep Dodge has been sticking with that electric over hydraulic system. Nissan has a couple vehicles that are electric over hydraulic yet, but uh, most of the smaller vehicles like your Rogue are are just pure electric. You know you. You're, you're alluding to uh, a previous thought or point that uh, the the electric uh, the electric uh, gizmos there were were probably in the high end vehicles, mm-hmm. such as many other novelty things like cruise control and temperature control with the thermostat and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, internal cabin thermostat control mm-hmm. were in the high end cars, such as a Cadillac or you know, and then, and then they. They they bled downward to mm-hmm. the working man's car. Well, yeah, fair fair enough. Thank you very much yeah. for your time. Absolutely, George. That was a great question too, because that wasn't something that I actually I wanted to get into in the earlier conversation, but we moved on too quickly, and I didn't get to talk about those other systems. So, thanks for calling about that. You're welcome. It's I, I, I'll, if it means anything, I don't like having electric. Uh, uh, the electric gizmo and their power steering. I, well, I, I guess maybe it's um, I'm too old fashioned. Well, they was working on cars with my father back in in, in the mid '60s. Now I was a little boy, but I can remember working on his '55 uh, Bel Air. You know, trying to change brakes and rolling a tire over and things like mm-hmm. that. And I was always accustomed to the old ways of doing things, and I cannot. Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't do any work on my car nowadays. Yeah, they're a lot. They're a lot more complicated nowadays. So, yep. all right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to to check my supply of uh, turn signal fluid here. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. Good night. <laughs> Good See night. Ya. That's like the part in um, a Christmas story when they're going coming back from getting the Christmas tree and they're singing in the car and Dad gets a Dad gets a flat tire and he pretends that he's NASCAR and he's like, check my time. And he like gets out of the car and he's frickin' 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 and he's in the back and he's like and then it's like working on you get so used to changing uh-huh. the tires like like the old way of doing things mm-hmm. you get so used to doing the changing the tire like NASCAR style mm-hmm. that <laughs> you're running 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 and you know I actually saw a picture the other day on something it said you know back in the day they used to put. Uh, turn signal fluid in, and it was an old Chevy with the gas cap behind the tail light, oh. and it had a can- they had the tail light down the turn signal, and the you know the gas hose in there filling it up, and said used to put turn, li- you know, cars used to have turn signal fluid. 
Well, so if I that, was, that was kind of funny. Well, if that was turn signal fluid, then what would it be if you when you had to flip the license plate down to I put guess the license plate fluid? <laughs> license plate fluid. <laughs> I guess license plate fluid. I actually had a car that I had. I had uh, my Buick. I had a '63 Buick that I had to flip it down and do that. Do it that way. So. What are you, are you telling me? I have, we have a commercial? Yeah. Oh. We gotta go to commercial break. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. And we're back. Uh, I've, I, <laughs> do you completely... remember where you, do you remember where you're at? What? No. no? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am Ashley. And I'm Tom. And we are here at 830 AM WEU. We are Idle Talk and we are from King's Auto Repair. We are taking your calls, but we're on our last segment, so we probably won't be able to talk to very many people. Um, and just a really quick side note, I'm not going to be here next week. Yep. I am running away to Montana for a week and Tommy is going to have someone here yep. on the air with us, with him, but we don't know who yet. <laughs> exactly. It's whoever I can get on the air with me. That's whoever what we're going to do. Tommy can finagle on the air with him. So I've, I put a couple offers out to people and they don't want to come on. They're like, they're like, nope. I don't know why. Is this I don't just, know. You know. It's not like you're, it's not like we know like how many people we're talking to. We're just talking That's to right. each other. That's right. Anyway, so FYI, we're it's not going to be this yep. gorgeous voice <laughs> on the radio next week. It's going to be so, Tommy and someone else. That's right. So I just have to find my co-host for next week. That's we're, all. We're getting there. So okay. Anyway. Anyway. So there was a question posed yesterday. On the air. On the air. With us. With us mm-hmm. during uh, between like uh, 3.30 and 3.40. So I did I did a little bit of research. Um, Mr. Elon over there, he asked if we could put an ejector seat in his car. Yes. So. It's possible. I found out it is possible, and I did some research. And what I found is we can get an ejector seat for him, a very inexpensive <laughs> one, for about $2,000. That's a cheap one. That's a cheap one. But the more expensive one, if you want to go from one from like an F4 Phantom, that's going to run you about $20,000 just for the seat. Now, just the seat. Now. Now, the problem is with this is they don't come with the rockets that get attached to them. <laughs> they don't come with the rockets. So we're going to have to build a custom rocket. Or do you have to build the rocket? Can't you just buy one? Well, I don't know. Okay. We may we may have to I don't know what we're gonna do there. Okay. But we're definitely gonna have to do something with this I, I mean, there there has to be a way to get it out of the vehicle very quickly. So a rocket is a way that we're gonna get you it out. You mean very really quickly fast. meaning a high rate of speed. A high rate of speed. <laughs> you know, that and that's what you got that's what you gotta do. So but I have the cheapest part of this. I think we can we can cut the hole in the roof of his car. <laughs> I think because it's only going to take like I saws on like I think about seventy five dollars worth of time. So you think? Well, a sawzall I think is the best way. I think we could just cut the roof off his car with a sawzall, and somebody might be able to do that for free too. I don't know. You he know, could save seventy five bucks. He could probably save seventy five bucks, but I don't know if he really wants to. Yeah, and but but the only other thing is if you buy the cheap seat, we're gonna have to install some rails and stuff in there, and um, 
I figured the rails that we're going to have to install plus the reinforcement underneath to make sure the seat actually takes off instead of going out the bottom of the car, I think it's going to take about $1,500. So we're looking at about five grand. Yeah, on the cheap seat. I think we can do on it the for cheap a, seat. on the cheap seat. We okay. could probably do it for about five grand <laughs> plus a rocket. We're getting a thumbs up. Plus, plus a, rocket. a rocket. So um, you have to track down a rocket for us. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's the only time we'll actually <laughs> install customer supplied parts, FYI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Donna. Donna has a Donna has a co-host suggestion. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Donna. Hi there. Uh, this is Donna, who used to have the 2009 Pontiac G6. Yes, yep. ma'am. Yep. And uh, on June 24th, um, some lady went through a stop sign and totaled my car and my bike that was on the back. Oh, oh and the bike, I too. Was not to- oh, collateral I was damage. Not no, thankfully you weren't. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, I could, you know, talk to you about that. But you were saying you need a co-host. And I just wanted to say that before I um, heard of you guys, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can say this on the air, but I'm going to. I went to Rich's <laughs> Automotive there on Route 12. Uh-huh. And um, and Dana's a really smart mechan- auto mechanic, so I think you ought to call him and get him <laughs> on the show with you. If it's not a conflict of interest, and if it is, I understand. <laughs> well, I mean, who? I mean, yeah. That, <laughs> any suggestion I mean, is always good. Yep. And and yeah, that's he, he, Rich's automotive. Yeah, he he really uh, one of actually one of my son's uh, friends in high school went to uh, the GM school, and he worked there. And so I started oh. going there because of him. Okay. And then he left. He left. And um, so then I, I stayed there anyway because they're just really up on things. That's good. Like you are. Yeah. You know? No, that's awesome. Yeah. So what yeah. What did you get? Did you get another car? I did. I Through all this pandemic, struggling with all of my whiplash and my – I mean, I'm still going to therapies for my neck and my – concussion and oh. through all of that i needed a car yeah so mm-hmm. i got a uh, a brand new um subaru uh, outback and i got a bike rack and i got an e-bike so that i can still oh. ride bike and keep up with my friends and i don't know if it was the right decision but i'll tell you I, i'm loving it because i didn't have to stop bike riding you know i could oh, go so good and do the, you know do the trips with them and um yeah so uh, i'm all set up so you got a Subaru yep. Outback and you got the rack that goes on like a, a receiver or up on top? No, a receiver. Okay. And it has, it's the kind that has a ramp for if when I get, when I can't lift that electric yeah. bike anymore, I'll be able to ride it right up the ramp. Nice. Cool. That's awesome. Tool, that was the tool, the toolie. Yeah. Great, great choice for a brand new Subaru. I'm glad you did that because, I mean, you're going to be able to go anywhere, anywhere in that car. Well, so, the used ones, you know, were two years old and were two thousand yeah. dollars less. So with a new one, I got two more years mm-hmm. of, you know, I, I usually would buy a, you know, slightly used or whatever. And, yeah. But, um. So yeah. So I. Well, I, yeah. With so the way I'm happy. the way the the used car market is right now, it almost makes sense to buy a new one because you're paying two thousand right. dollars less and you get right. less of a warranty. You get right. you get right. zero miles on the car if you buy a new one or nine miles. Right. You know. That was right. a wonderful choice. I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. You get a gold yeah, star. Well, I, I didn't have much choice. I had to go find something. So I kind of went eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and <laughs> this is what I picked up with. Well, but, you know, so great choice. It's actually, the, it's actually the sister car. My daughter has a five-year-old car exactly like mine, only it's five years older. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So nice. she, she thinks that's a compliment, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, that's great. I mean, I, uh, wonderful. Great, great choice. Yeah. And, and I love and the I other like, bike rack. I like the e-bike. 
I've been looking at those myself. I've been well, like, I, I cried because I ordered a regular bike first. And then I thought, you know, maybe the gods are telling me, you know, maybe this, you know. And then I switched, and when I picked it up, I cried. Because it was like basically saying, okay, now you're old and you need this. Well. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, my friend. It does. It does. And it would have been okay if it happened the way it happened. You know, but, but I didn't want an accident to do that. To I know. Me, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's okay if age does it to me, but um, yeah. yeah. anyway. Yeah. Good. Thank you anyway, so much for that. Show. Uh, thank, you. thank you. All right. That is our show for tonight, and it always goes by quick. Quick. Um, thank you so so much for listening. Thank you so so much for watching. If you're out on Facebook, have a lovely, lovely, lovely weekend. Be nice to each other, people, and wear your seatbelts. Thank you. Good night.